You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 105 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And Saturday. (laughs) It is Saturday. And if you hear a very soothing ambient water noise behind us, (laughs) um, we finally folded and got our cats a water fountain. (laughs) Well, because Mishka just howls at the shower as soon as we turn it on to drink the dripping water. Yes. So we're trying to get away from that. And now they've got their own fountain. Yeah. As soon as I unplugged it to record, they both started swarming it like sharks. Right. Now, mind you, these cats have not been around the fountain all morning. Could not give a shit. It gets unplugged. They're here. And they're angry. (laughs) They have a complaint to the manager. So you get this wonderful, soothing background noise. And I'm sorry if it makes you have to pee. Perhaps give us a pause and go do that first before you continue. Maybe Kitty's name should have been Karen. Because I bet Karen wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> Kitty definitely wants Kitty to. always wants to talk to Kitty's the chattiest animal, mm-hmm. I think. Artie's more chatty. Oh, Gabby's cat? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is a chirper. But Kitty's like a straight, like, will let you know. Me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know these are things you're going to miss. I know. Without getting into it. Yeah. Your side goal here is going to be gone for two weeks. I'm losing a, a co-host. On a mission. Yes. Side mission. Yeah, she's, she's going up north. Yep. Um, I will miss you. But I hope you have a wonderful time. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a little different. I'm thinking about maybe pulling in a, a guest host next week. I know. So, that's going to be exciting. Um, that guest host has not been informed that they're going to be a <laughs> guest host yet. But I'll work on that. So stay tuned. Maybe have some fun things coming your way. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to miss you. But I'm going to miss you, too. I will see you soon. And we're, we're just going to talk about the fact that Celeste just thinks I'm leaving and never coming back. And I changed my profile picture on Facebook <laughs> to just me. And she, in the middle of the night, I was, day, like, well. I was like, oh, so you're leaving me? <laughs> I was like, well, that's it. <laughs> Not even close. She gone. No. Yeah. You do have a return return flight. <laughs> I do have a return flight. I will be and I expect you to be returning on it now. <laughs> <laughs> I will be here. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it was, we've been watching it all morning, but it's, I think it's important to note that we're recording this on September 11th yes. of 2021, which is insane to think that it's been 20, 20 years. years. I mean, um, I always like to hear, we were talking about this earlier, but where were you when you first saw the news? Um, well, I was in sixth grade. Yep. Um, they never told us anything at school. Yeah. And then I remember something was weird because I got called out of school early and I always knew if I was leaving early like for an appointment. Right. Right. Yeah. And I remember my teacher like giving me this really like weird look mm-hmm. and I was like, what is going on? And then I remember my dad had picked me up yeah, and turned the radio on and I like still didn't really understand until we got home mm-hmm. and then the news was on and I was like, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I was in fifth grade because I'm a year behind you school wise. Mm. So I was in math and science. And I just remember um, they never they wouldn't turn on the TVs. But um, like teachers kept going from room to room. And like you could kind of tell that something was happening. Yeah. And a lot of kids, like you said, started getting called out. Um, And I just remember going home that day. And that's when I saw the news. And um, yeah, it was just it was a surreal and it was terrifying. I mean, yeah. And that's what I was just like. Didn't really understand why I had to be, like, brought home. But my mom was like, our country's under attack. Like, we don't know what's going right. on. Like, I don't get any idea at that point, really. Right. Like, 
what was happening. Well, I'm sure it was an elevated level of fear with Maine being close to New York. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, we were in South Carolina when that happened. Right. Though I do remember there was a lot of anxiety around um, an attack in Charlotte because I think at the time Charlotte was like the number one banking center in the U.S. or like oh. close to it. Yeah. So there was a lot of like fear around that. And a lot of like where I grew up, a lot of people's parents worked in the Charlotte area. Mm-hmm. Um, I know mine did. Yeah. So I think there was a lot of fear around that. But it's, um yeah, it's just insane to think it's been 20 years since that moment. Yeah. And then there's a generation of people that were born after. We're, yeah. That were not alive during that. Yeah. So, you know, definitely kind of some somber thoughts on that this morning. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't imagine, you know, we say this and neither of us had family that was there that day or affected. Right. So, you know, if you did, mm-hmm. our sincere, you know, thoughts are with you for sure. Yeah. But yeah. So I thought that was important to get out of the way. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we can turn the corner here. What are we yeah. going to do today? We're going to go out to dinner with your parents. Yep, we are before you head out. Yep. You have to see them. They've been out of town all around. Yep. World tour here. <laughs> they Continues. have. It must be nice to be retired. You just get to like <laughs> travel wherever you want, when you want. Yep. It's like every day is Saturday. I know. I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs> it's got so long to go. I'll be like 85 when that happens. <laughs> but one day maybe. And 84 years. That's literally how it feels sometimes. Uh, I think you're just going to feel a lot better when you're done school too. Mm-hmm. Like just completely done and not... Oh my god, yes. Focusing on that, you can just like work and just be normal. <laughs> just be normal. I mean, well, I mean, think about it. You've literally been in school since you were like five years old. <sighs> That's an unpleasant thought to think. Almost 31 next month. Oof. That's crazy. I like mm-mm. your face is telling it all. <laughs> well, I feel ancient now. <laughs> I like your shirt, by the way. It's one of my favorites. Thanks. It's um, <laughs> the blood connection. My free shirt I got for giving blood. Um, please go give blood if you're eligible to do so. <laughs> we have to say class. what's on the back. It's got an avocado that says, I'm extra like guac because I give blood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's the dumbest shirt I've ever seen, but it's very cute. And it's comfortable. I like it. Is it is comfy. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for calling me out on my lime green. Yeah. It's definitely an indoor shirt. Ain't nobody <laughs> missing me. <laughs> True. What else have um, we been doing? Hmm. Well, let's see. We had the long weekend last weekend for Labor Day. Yeah, we took good. that one off to ourselves, so that was nice. Yes. Um. Really, we've just been working. However, we will say that the weather has maybe started to become cooler, and I am not hating it. I, when you say maybe, it absolutely has. Yeah. I mean, it's in like the 60s to 70s in the morning, and that is like pure gold and while that doesn't seem like much I'm like I will take it yeah because it means summer is starting and to get the f out of here I'm so ready like I am so so ready team like you were either team summer or not team summer and we're definitely not team summer no not at all never most of my office is all team summer they love summer they hate that summer's ending and I'm like this is terrible no no get out of here yeah Bring on the spooky movies and bring on the cold weather. Yeah. For sure. Apple cider Mm. and like crisp mornings. Coffee on the back deck. Yes. Chili. Being able to be on the back deck. (laughs) Like at all. And we rock, paper, scissors to see who has to like water the plants. Mm hmm. On the hot days. Yeah. It's mostly you. Yeah. (laughs) Mostly (laughs) me. I'm like, they'll die. (laughs) It's fine. I have to keep them alive. You do have to keep them alive. I'm going to have to FaceTime you so you can talk to them. and Tell them all that's coming home. I was about to say, because they don't trust me. Yeah. Funny you think I'm leaving you, but leaving all my plants (laughs) with you. (laughs) It's true. That's a fair point. And my cat. It's also a fair point. And all of my family's furniture and heirlooms. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fair enough. Uh, if you really think about it, strategically, if I were to do that, I would take my car. Or okay. depending on an airplane. You're right. Oh, we got a howler. Oh, I think it's going to pee. Oh, boy, folks. Stay tuned. He did pee. Really? Yep. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Um, There's a little blip there. Sorry. There was... A tinkle attack. A, uh, attack on the on the cabinets there. Yes. It's just never ending with him. Because we turned the fountain off. Yeah. And we're <laughs> trying to cleanse the area that he likes to frequent, and he doesn't like that either, so... Yeah. And I've made my magical... Potion. Citrus potion. Apparently cats... Do not like citrus. <laughs> Kitty goes over, and then when Kitty smells something, like... Obviously that she doesn't like. Yeah. It's like her mouth just like hangs open. <laughs> I know. And it's like worked before. So I'm hoping if we get everything really clean and respray, yeah. we'll keep him out of there. Because it worked for it did. weeks. It did. So um, The other thing we tried and we found <laughs> worked was tinfoil. <laughs> they don't like tinfoil. Yeah. Like who knew? Most random thing. That's funny. But. All right. Should aside we get from that. Yeah. Let's, before any <laughs> other animal does a bodily function around here. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go? What do you have? You have one big one? I do have one big one, and I think this is just kind of a grab bag. Do we whatever just, you want. Yep, yep. I did. I have two. Okay, um, I have just one. So I'll do one, and then you can do your big one, and I'll wrap it up. Yep, that, that sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I literally just found things that we haven't found before, and that's what I did. I don't know about you, but sometimes I literally just Google haunted places, yep. and I look through the first list that comes up. And, and like, there's just so... People ask us a lot, like... We're, you know, are you ever going to run out of, like, material? Like, yeah. Shit is, like, always haunted. It is. And, like, I feel like there's either something we've not done before that someone recommends, or maybe it's an older topic that we're revisiting mm-hmm. because, um, you know, it was covered in the very beginning. Where we just had no idea what we were doing. No. Not that we do now, but I feel like we're more comfortable. Slightly more okay <laughs> with it. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. it's It was kind of a grab bag for cool. today. All right. Well, I'm going to hop on a plane here. Um, we're going to go back to Denmark, which Ooh, we have been there before. We do. Beautiful country. It was. We stayed in Copenhagen mm-hmm. for, was it just one night? Uh, I think it was a night. Yes. A night or two. No, it was one night. It was one night. We took a nap, and that was the bad thing. Yeah. It was right before we yeah. went on our cruise <laughs> through the Baltic. We stayed yep. in Copenhagen. Yep. Um, this is actually in uh, Zealand, Denmark, which is about 45 minutes from Copenhagen where we stayed. Okay. Uh, this is called the Dragsum Castle. Mm. Um, I wish we would have taken a field trip. I wish we kind of would have. Yeah. Like, I guess we were pretty busy that one. We only had one day. But. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it was a quick <clears throat> trip. Um, so it's a castle. Um, it's very stately looking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's white, um, like white brick with okay. a dark roof. Yep. Um, <laughs> I said, insert Irina joke here. Um, fun fact, our <laughs> Russian... Uh, tour guide, yes, whose name was Irina, sweetest little lady, had amazing English, yes, but yes, absolutely, um, the the her, Baroque style of her but, accent sometimes made words sound a little different, so <laughs> it was fun as we were trying to figure out what she was saying. Baptized was or baptized um, baptized yes and then we would say things and she'd be like i don't know what you're trying to tell me so it was a boat it went both ways i will say that it was sure. valid. it was great she was fantastic she was um man she had little legs and she could walk fast that woman could power walk like and she ran on mushroom broth and she could <laughs> now mind you i have to set the scene because you, you've got a herd of americans who eat a lot of american food 
um, and are starving to death. Well, apparently, I don't know if Russians just don't eat lunch or if that's not a thing, but it was approaching the lunching hour. Yep. And we were all about to pass out from low blood sugar. We were hangry, too. The Seymours get hangry. Yeah, they do. They need to be fed. And so we stop at this little cafe in one of the museums, which was great. The Mm -hmm. food was great. Um, Everyone orders, like, a sandwich in pure American stuff. (laughs) And we look over, and Arena's just eating a bowl of broth, like, and we're just asking, and she's like, oh, we just, we like broth here. Like, we don't eat sandwiches. Meanwhile, we're like, where's my fountain drink? And where's my soda and my french fries <laughs> with the sandwich? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I can only imagine her thoughts on us, but yeah, that woman knew her stuff and she could power walk. She could. No, it was, that was awesome. Yeah, it was. Um, but when I read that this building was revamped, it wasn't built like this in the beginning. This was, um, I mean, many years ago, but when it was redone, mm-hmm. it was built in the Baroque style. Um. Right. And it's B-A-R-O-Q-U-E. I, is it Baroque or Baroque? I don't I just said Baroque styles. <laughs> I read it said it. So. I'm going to go with Baroque. But Baroque? Baroque or Baroque. I, I don't know an answer. I don't know. I'd always just thought it was like Barack Obama, but it's <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> I do not know. Okay. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> um, it is one of the oldest buildings in Denmark. Um, it was built in 1215. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is old. Super old. Um, And it was built by Bishop of Roskild. Roskild? Okay. Our Danish is not so great. Speak English and. And? Una pequeña espanol. Very good. Yeah. Um, So right now it's currently being run by the Botker family. Okay. Um, And it's a hotel and actually has like an amazing like five star like top of the line restaurant inside. Okay. That is on my bucket list because you can do that in Scotland too. There's a lot of castles that have been like converted into hotels. Mm -hmm. Like I want to stay in a castle. Well, you can stay here, but it's haunted. Okay, I want to stay there. (laughs) We live in Charleston, babe. Everything is (laughs) haunted. We're surrounded by haunted. It don't scare me. Let's go. (laughs) Um, okay, so, of course, there's going to be bad things that's happened in this castle, because that's why we're here. Yep. Um, in 1536 to 1664, the castle was used for, dun, 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 a prison. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of information, kind of, like, what happened in the prison, as far as, like, you know, crazy murders or oh, sure. people being thrown through windows, but I, I, we've never talked about a prison that's... It went well. Like good conditions smoothly you know lovely to be there yeah sure it was pretty bad yeah um so it actually is uh the home to what is believed to be at least a hundred ghosts at least at least a hundred that's a lot of ghosties a lot of badass ghosties in there it's crowded Uh, very crowded um, so one of the most famous ghosts is said to be the Earl of Bothwell okay. um, he was the husband of Mary Queen of Scots Okay. And one of them. Yes. Because she had many, right? Yes. Yeah. The many husbands of Scots. <laughs> the many husbands of Mary. <laughs> also, fun fact, uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, was first cousins with Elizabeth I. Really? Yes. They were first cousins, and they had a very contentious relationship. Um, I think on a personal level, they were they liked each other, but from a political standpoint, it was very tenuous because... Elizabeth I was obviously the Queen of England. Mm -hmm. Um, Mary, Queen of Scots, was a devout Catholic. Mind you, Elizabeth was a devout Protestant. Um, And there was a growing Catholic resistance to overthrow Elizabeth and have her assassinated and instill Mary, Queen of Scots, as the Queen of England. For that reason, um, agents on Elizabeth's side were able to intervene and find out this plot 
and had Mary arrested for her crimes and her own cousin had to issue her execution. Ooh. Yeah. So just, you're just full of fun. I love English history. history. I love it. You're such a dork. I but love it's it. So cute. Yeah. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, so he was actually imprisoned in this, the, I don't know, drag some castle prison. I don't know if it had a name. Okay. Um, <clears throat> apparently he's been seen to kind of like roam the halls mm. there. They believe that's him. Okay. Sure. Um, there was also a, in quotes, a mad squire. Mm. Um, apparently just kind of was a madman. Um, okay. I'm trying to say that in a pleasant way, but okay. didn't speak like he spoke words, but it was all gibberish. Okay. So he probably had some kind of me- mental, mental impairment or yeah. a mental illness of some kind. Yeah. And at the time, that was not probably well Well, that's understood. what I'm saying, Mad, mad. Squire. Sure. Um, in quotes. But yeah. that's what it was called. Yeah. Um, but apparently, you see him just, like, awkwardly, like, romping around the halls and, like, Ooh. speaking, like, just words, but, like, not, not making, making sense. any sense. Interesting. Like, that's kind of creepy. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, the most common and kind of the worst story of this castle um, is... Not the lady in white, though she Everybody was. Everybody got a lady in white. Um, she's called the White Lady. Okay. Um, it is believed to be a woman named Selena Bogles. Okay. Um, she was the daughter of a pretty high up nobleman. Okay. Um, he had set up an arranged marriage with another like high noble family. Common um, for the time. Yep, for her to marry their son. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the problem was uh, Selena had fallen in love with just a commoner, um, mm. someone that had worked in the castle. Well, that didn't. Didn't fare well. Didn't go dad. quite well. Okay. Um, so they, in air quotes, compromised. And the father said that she could continue the relationship with the man up uh-huh. until the wedding. Okay. And once she got married. That was it. That's, that's that. Okay. Um, well, there was a little glitch in that um, because she became pregnant. Hmm. Yep. That's, um, a, that's okay. That was not good for her. No. Um, and apparently it made the father so mad that he imprisoned his own daughter in Jackson Castle. Wow, that's a fatherly thing to do. Um, not only was she just um, imprisoned, they put her in a small room in the basement and mm. chained her to the wall. Oh. It gets worse. That is barbaric. They bricked her into the room. Oh my god. Um, so she died in there. So my question, were they planning on her getting married then? Or like, were they going to take all the bricks down? Or was that like, no, you like, staying in you there? Pre- you were pregnant? Like, there's it, no it was way. a done deal. It's, yeah. Yep. Damn. Um, and so as the years kind of went on, it kind of became like what everyone thought was like an urban legend or sure. like a, just a myth yeah. of the castle. Yep. Um, but this actually was in the 1930s. They were do, redoing all of the plumbing in the castle. Okay. Um, and they found human remains with Oof. a white dress on bricked oh, into a God. room in the basement. So this is um, an actual so it true was story. Pretty much they assumed this, was who con- this was. Yeah. Confirmed like that was most likely her in a white dress. Oh, that's um, awful. Yeah. So they believe that that was her. Okay. Um, that's Jackson Castle. Dang. It was kind of a doozy. Yeah, well, now I'm debating whether I actually want to stay there or not. Because those are kind of, those are some scary ghosts that you've described. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful, though. You should yeah, I'm, I will. I will have to look it up. 
All right. Well, you ready for mine? Yes. I got just one big one. I know what it is, and I'm stoked. Yeah. So I can remember if we've talked. I feel like we may have talked about this before, but you know, it's literally a heavy hitter in the paranormal world. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I gotta cover it again at some point. Yeah. Um. So for those that have not uh, caught on, I am talking about Waverly Hills Sanatorium, which you see all the time yeah. on ghost hunting shows. All I think the time. Destination Fear just did one. Yep. On that. So, um, for those that don't know, Waverly is located in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and a little history, because it's commonly, I think it's a misconception that people think that Waverly Hills was actually, like, um, a, a home for the insane or some kind of psychiatric hospital. It really, it wasn't. It was a tuberculosis um, hospital. Yep. So, to give you a little history on that, um, the land where the sanatorium is located was originally owned by a man named Major H. Hayes in 1885, or 1883, excuse me. So Hayes had bought the land because he wanted to build a school for his daughters, um, and he did that. He built a one-room schoolhouse, and at the time, he employed a woman named Lizzie Lee Harris, who was going to teach his daughters. Okay. Um, now, Harris was a big fan of the books that were popular at the time called the Waverly Book Series, which was written by Walter Scott. Um, And this actually led to the naming of the schoolhouse at the time to Waverly School, and this name would later be passed down to the future site of the tuberculosis hospital. Okay. So that's where the name Waverly Hills comes from. Got it. Um, Following. Yes. Confirmed. (laughs) Now, as I mentioned, it's important to note that this was a hospital for tuberculosis patients, so I thought it'd be important to talk a little bit about tuberculosis itself. Um, So... Tuberculosis um, can be passed from person to person via air transmission, and if untreated, can be fatal yeah. to the person. Um, I also find this kind of interesting talking about this, given that we are still in the middle of a pandemic ourselves. Um, so the name itself was coined by Johann Schonlein in 1834. Um, it's also commonly referred to in literature as consumption because as patients deteriorated from the disease, it was often described as being consumed from the inside out. Um, it was also, I found this one interesting too. It was also called the white plague due to the pale color patients often took on as they began to deteriorate and suffer more from the disease. I've heard this, that this actually became somewhat of a fashion statement where women who were not ill at all would want to lighten the color of their skin to imitate they like this like very pale look. And I'm like, why? why? But I found that interesting as yeah. well when I was reading about this. Um, so I believe it, Dr. Robert uh, Coach or Koch, I do not know how to pronounce his last name. Coche. <laughs> I apologize. Um, discovered the cure for tuberculosis on March 24th of 1882 by discovering or made a huge, um, you know, step forward in discovering the cure when he discovered the bacteria that causes the disease. Um, and a really staggering statistic was at this time, it was estimated that one in seven people in the U.S. and Europe died from TB. Jeez. So, I mean, this was indeed a pandemic of yeah. its own. Um, in 1943, Selman Waxman, Elizabeth Bugge, and Albert Schatz developed the drug streptomycin, which is used to treat TB. And Waxman even received the Nobel Prize in 1952 for this work. Um, now, it's important to know that tuberculosis is still around. Right. We just know how to treat it now. But the World Health Organization, or WHO, hopes to eradicate TB entirely by 2030. Oh, wow. So That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It's quite interesting. Um, so that's a little background on the disease itself. So mm-hmm. now let's talk about the sanatorium. Okay. So a big thing um, about this is that 
you know, before it was understood how TB spread, people understood that it was contagious. They just didn't know how it was spread. So one thing that became very important was keeping people who were sick away from the healthy. So construction on the sanatorium began in 1908 and it opened to the public on July 26th of 1910. Um, Originally, it was designed to hold 40 to 50 patients, but it would be expanded uh, exponentially. Because if you look up Waverly, it's massive. I mean, it is just a monolith of a structure. Um, Good word. That's an SAT Monolith. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So as I said, quarantine was... uh, pretty much figured out very quickly to be essential at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the need to have a place to send people for treatment was really essential. So um, as we see, unfortunately, in most cases with sanatoriums, the owners often sought to build these facilities in beautiful areas um, because they thought it could promote healing. So while Waverly really has a sinister history, it was not intended to be one. Right. The thought was that if you give patients a lot of fresh air, you put them in a a beautiful kind of undisturbed climate, that they'll have better healing. And I don't think that's necessarily wrong. Right. But we also just need the medicine that would treat them (laughs) as well. And that was just not there yet. Yeah. So um, Waverly took the quarantine idea very, very seriously. And essentially it became its own independent city to the point where it had its own zip code. That's interesting. I've... I feel like I covered one one time that like literally had its own mm-hmm. like, train system with like exactly getting stuff in and out. Yeah, and- this is very similar. Okay, and you find this with these um, facilities. So the facility had its own post office, it had its own water <laughs> system, and its own farm. So it was truly self sustaining. Okay. Now staff that worked at the facility were not allowed to rejoin the community once they began working at Waverly. Oof. So basically, you said goodbye to everyone yeah. when you left. However, and I don't think they quite thought this one through all the way or didn't understand, I guess, at the time transmission, patients were allowed visitors. And mind you, it is spread by air transmission. So a lot of these visitors were essentially bringing the disease back to the community. So it was a a good idea in theory, but there were some parts of it that were just not understood or implemented well. So in 1926, the building could house 400 patients. And at the time, it was considered to really be kind of cutting edge. Um, it operated until 1961 when TB treatments were discovered to be successful. And then after that, the facility became a geriatric home in 1962, but it closed for good in 1981. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what it was like to live at Waverly, especially if you were a patient. Okay. Um, now, good. yeah, I mean, while the staff really did in, like intended to cure patients at Waverly without, you know, the life-saving antibiotics that we now know treats the disease, their treatments were often brutal and a lot of times fatal. Um, These are kind of harsh, so keep in mind, but these were some of the procedures that were tried. Patients' lungs were exposed to ultraviolet light. Patients were kept outside to get fresh air, even in the winter. Mind you, Kentucky does get snow. (laughs) So there are pictures, if you look it up, of patients sitting outside and like the brutal cold, Yeah. yeah. Um, balloons were implanted into patients' lungs and they were expanded. Um, ribs were often removed so that the lungs could expand more easily. This was kind of a last effort procedure and this was the most fatal by far to patients. Um, again, doctor, your ribs? Yes. Yeah. Doctors knew that it had to do with the lungs. They just did not understand how okay. the, you know, how it functioned. Um, so obviously with these kind of treatments, patient death was a very common occurrence yeah. around Waverly. Um, but the facility really did not want other patients seeing bodies being removed on a daily basis. Did they have a tunnel? They did. And that's also a common thing. Um, 
A body chute, as they called it, was built under the facility as a way to remove the bodies without patients seeing them go out the doors. Literally, it's a tunnel under the facility. Um, and often, if the family had requested the body be returned, a funeral home, hearse would you know, have arrived to bring them. Um, I believe they also buried people on the property whose families either did not claim them or did not know where they were. Um, but this is a really common thing we see with sanatoriums at this time. And there's no official number on how many patients died at Waverly, but estimates include up to almost 6,000 patient deaths. So, I mean, you're, you're hitting a perfect storm for hauntings at this point. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the ghosts, okay. shall we? Because there, there's a fair bit. Okay. Um, so Waverly in general has a lot of uh, poltergeist activity. You know, doors will slam, lights will turn on, even if there's no power to that area. Ooh, that's when it gets crazy. Yeah, that's when I'm like, mm, I'm out. Gotta go. I'm out. So a little girl is often seen playing in the solarium area. Not, it's not been confirmed whether she was, you know, a patient or a family member of a staff person working there. Um, a boy is seen often playing with a leather ball, and I believe he has been known to be one of the most interactive with investigators. Um, okay. A lot of times, one of the experiments they do is they roll a ball, and sometimes he will roll it back. Oof. Yeah. If that actually like happened to me, I think I would freak the fuck out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have the the nerves of steel to do it to like interact. Do you yeah, know? yeah. It's, like, I, don't know. I talk a big game, but then I get there and I'm like, oh no. I remember we thought we could stay at the Lizzie Borden house for a hot minute. Yeah, and then we said no, no, and yeah, that was not going to happen. Um, let's see. A ghostly hearse is often seen driving to the end of the body chute. Mm-hmm. That sounds residual to me. Um, people have often reported smelling. Uh, Bread baking in the cafeteria. Okay, I like that. Yeah, food. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. Sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In 1928, um, a nurse was found dead by having completed suicide in room 502. She was 29 at the time and thought to be unmarried and pregnant, which at the time was it had a very heavy stigma with it. Yeah. In 1932, another nurse jumped to her death from room 502. Oh. However, these are very much urban legend, and there's never been any real documented proof to confirm it. Okay. For example, the nurse in 19, 1928, the urban legend said that she um, completed suicide by hanging. However, the pipes in that room and the ceiling were not put in until after her supposed death. Oh. So there's a lot of um, like, has you know, yeah. it's not been confirmed if these are true stories, but they are strong urban legends. Okay. Um, and this is probably the most terrifying entity that I would not want to cross at Waverly. Um, it's called the Creeper. And it is definitely thought to be inhuman. Oh. Um, they claim that this entity, when it's around visitors, brings a sense of impending doom with it. It is very aggressive. It's been known to charge at people. Nope. And it walks on all fours. Nope. And it can climb walls. Nope. And ceilings. Nope. Nay, nay. <laughs> Do not want to cross that bad boy. And I have heard about him on multiple um, ghost shows before. So that is, I think, the scariest That's- one. I don't like that. No. And I, you know, I think about it. I'm like, well, how did that get there? But you think about all the death and all the negative energy. I think it's probably a portal of some kind to yeah, let negative sure. things through. Yeah. But, um, I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I can go away from it. If I was going to see that. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I don't like that. There was yeah. a girl I went to the high school, but I'm not going to say her name, but, um, she was like, I just bought my first Christmas gift. Like 
She bought her daughter a Ouija board. Her daughter oh. wanted a Ouija board. There was like 150 comments that were like, nope, send it back. Send it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do not do that. No, ma'am. Yeah. I was like, oh. Um, please direct don't. her to our Ouija board episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Please do not do that. I, I, Whoever is listening, please do not mess around with a Ouija board if you do not yeah. know how to use one properly. And I don't. So I'm not saying that we do. Nope. I will never touch a Ouija board. Yeah. Ever. I won't even let one in my home. Wow. Like I am, I am because, um, <laughs> being a sensitive person, that is a very quick way to get yourself into something you can maybe not get out, get of. out of. Yeah. For so sure. you have heard my disclaimer in my PSA. Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> Silence your phones. Please shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> the show is not about to begin up in here. <laughs> no, we don't need that kind of shit. I don't show. sage three times a day and have crystals all around this bitch for nothing. <laughs> okay. Of course. <laughs> all right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I've got one more. Okay. Um, this is called The Separate Prison in Port Arthur, Australia. And I believe it is Tasmania. I don't okay. know. If I'm, I know we have some people that live in Australia. Correct me if I'm wrong. So sorry. <laughs> um, but I, that's what I think. Okay. Okay. So this prison has, um, like most prisons, um, wings. This one had four wings mm-hmm. that came from a central yes. area. Yep. Um, they, it was just... Horrible conditions, as every prison is. Yes. Um, the center um, of the building is where they kept the, like, worst criminals. Okay. So they could be, like, kind of confined in, like, just one, in area. one central area. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of... Uh, this prison went in a different direction than most prisons. Um, kind of the worst crime that you were charged with was the worst treatment and worst, like, cell. Okay. Um, for example, for a misdemeanor charge, uh, you would be locked in a solitary room in total darkness and silence for three days, um, only being let out after three days for one hour for exercise. Wow. Um, and then back in you go, um, Mm -mm. you were not able to talk in the prison. Um, there was no talking, really, no lights. It was just pitch, like basically, um, they called it um, like the silent system. Okay. Uh, you weren't able to, like I said, communicate. You had a, like, if you were lucky, you had a job. You could be a tailor, a shoemaker or a broom maker. Okay. Um, most cells didn't have beds. Mm. If you had maybe a mat, like you were lucky. Okay. Um, if you got a bucket to potty in. You were lucky. So just incredibly Um, inhumane conditions. If you had a table, you were lucky. It was just like, you were getting nothing. You were like trapped in these tiny little rooms with nothing. So you're eating and pooping all in one room. Yeah. And it's not being cleaned. Mm. So. Okay. Pretty disgusting. Sure. Um, So basically, you're in this tiny room. Just picture it. Pitch black. Yeah. No sound. No sight. Psychologically, that has to be so detrimental to someone. It, it, I mean, it was horrible for these like, I, people. It drove them, like, just crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely, yeah. Um, and if you were being moved somewhere where there was light, um, they would put a hood over your head. Wow. And escort you there. Um, they were very strict on this, like, no like light the policy. system. Yep. Um, and it was what they said were was to um, just you only had time, like, in your thoughts. You had no other stimulus. Mm. It was just you in your head. And I've been in my thoughts and I don't want to be there. <laughs> just, I was Mm-mm. literally going to say that. Um, yeah. Oh, I try to spend limited time in there. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a scary place in there. <laughs> no, thank you. 
Um, so, I mean, this obviously drove people crazy and I'm, I'm trying to say that in a nice way. Um, it drove people into very deep depressions I and can imagine. high anxiety. Um, a lot of people were just like murdering each other. Like, sure. I mean, just, you'd see someone and like, you're going to just murder them. I, I'm sure under um, those conditions. Yeah. Yeah. And many of them completed suicide. I'm, I can imagine that too. Um, you just wanted to get out. Uh, yeah. Um, and it said that this is a very small area, mm-hmm. um, that this prison is on and it's said to have buried, um, 1,646 bodies. Wow. So they're just stacked on this like tiny, Oof. like plot of land. Um, so obviously I'm not going to go into, you know, more details of how horrible it is. We, it was, we've established all listen to, you know, our prisoner episodes. To yeah. Know, like this obviously is not going to end well. No. Um, so there is a story, um, that this woman went and it's, when I say beautiful, I mean that in a, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's haunted, it's creepy, but it's like, it's beautiful. Oh, right? like to walk around. It's kind of like, Oh, little, the building. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. And it's kind of, um, as a, it's a, not a museum, like a park okay. that you can walk around. Okay, sure. Um, very frequently visited mm-hmm. by people to walk around. So it's no longer an operation. It's not right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so one person said that she went there with her, um, like son who was around six or seven. Okay. Um, so young, but not, like terribly young, baby. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, apparently, walking through, just like she could tell, he was getting like more and more tense and just like, um, like aggravated. Mm-hmm. And um, he kept repeating over and over that he was angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. And then mm. he started growling and like growling at Ooh. people. Mm-mm. And so she was like, I like grabbed him and said, like, What are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? And not realizing probably what we know yeah, is happening. Sure. Um, and I guess he said it in a really deep, like not his voice. I'm trying to keep the mad in. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. They noped out of there and she like rushed him off yeah. the property realizing like, I don't think this is like him, my son, like something is obviously very wrong. And as soon as they got off the property and like into like better air, you know, fresh air. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. He like started breathing really heavy and like put his hands on his legs and like took some like really like deep breaths. And then just said like the mat is gone. Like I feel better. And mm. like he went back to normal. Wow. Isn't that creepy? Well, he sounds incredibly sensitive yeah. and like a very powerful empath. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was one story. Um, obviously at night, is Ooh, when most okay. of the uh-uh. activity ramps up. Yeah. Um, inside the building is a lot of slamming doors, um, things being thrown. I can see that, yeah. Um, a lot of, like, pushing and poking. Um, but the most common sighting, um, there are apparitions of hooded men just, like, slumped in a corner or just, like, walking through the halls. Because that's of, how they were moved. Mm-hmm, like, wandering around. Ugh. So I don't know if that's, like, residual or... Yeah, I mean, that's, ooh. Yeah, pretty awful. That is awful. Um, I'm curious if any, because we, actually, Australia is in our top five international listener mm-hmm. countries. Um, so if you've been there, please let us know, because I'd be very curious yeah. to hear about your experiences as well. Yeah, creepy. Dang. I don't think I want to go there. No, not after that story about that little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, as an empath, no thank you. Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot. I just couldn't even imagine, like, seeing your kid, like, how scared you Have that reaction, yeah. yeah. 
I could imagine, I can imagine how terrifying it probably was for him yeah, right? to, to go through that. Um, mm. Dang. I, I don't think we've covered that one before. So that's, that was a good one yeah. to choose. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I enjoyed that. I really couldn't imagine. I'm scared of the dark, which, you know. <laughs> so we don't sleep with a nightlight, but I guess it's pretty lit in our, like, Because we night. have a street light right outside our window. So, like, I feel like the light comes in pretty well. Even, yeah. Yeah, like, even at night. You can still see. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's good for me. Yeah. We're, we're big old chickens. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't necessarily like sound. Well, I guess we need like white noise. Yeah. See, I love sound. I want sound. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine just having no sight, no sound, no talking. Like all of your like sensory. Yeah. Outlets are gone. deprived. Well, sure. And I mean, I can imagine how debilitating and how, you know, like I said, detrimental that can be to your, your mental health. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I just couldn't even imagine. That sounds horrific. Yeah, it does sound mm. Dang. Yeah. Well, well, that was that. Well, that was that, indeed. Those were good. good. Yeah, I enjoy a little grab bag every now and then. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Refine. Yeah. Any final words before we start wrapping up? I don't think so. I'll see you ghouls in a couple weeks. Yeah. Celeste I'll and her guest the- host can... Hold Pleasure your ear holes in the next couple weeks. <laughs> Sounds so dirty. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> yes, fret not. We will make sure there is an episode. And even if I can't get a guest host, I will sit here and babble into the void. <laughs> Y'all say you love my voice. So if I need to sit here and just talk away, I will talk away. You will talk away. I'm I will do what needs to be done. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. All right. Well... Um, if you would like to keep Caitlin occupied while she is away, you can always continue to send animal pics to her. I got a bunch this week, so that was awesome. Yeah, Thank people you. are answering the call, so good job. Monique the cat is yeah. my favorite so I far. Love that name. <laughs> I love that name. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. Um, you can find us on TikTok at Ghoul Friends Podcast. And if you have a listener story or you just want to email us, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to get yourself some merch, you can do that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. You went all the way in on that. I just fired away at it. I like it. it. Thank you. Good job. All right. Well, this will wrap up today's episode. But for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week as always. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Later, taters. (laughs) 